Hey guys, Mike Siciliano here, and today you're consuming self-boss marketing tips, episode two. I'm pretty excited because we're gonna dive into a topic. The topic today is online advertising, and this can be through major search engines or major social media platforms such as Facebook or Snapchat. So with that said, we are gonna be covering the topic of search-based ads today. Today will be search-based ads. I'll have a whole nother episode on display ads, um, and then we'll have other episodes, and we'll get even more granular and start talking about brand awareness campaigns, retargeting campaigns, and all of those fun concepts. Search-based ads are very effective for targeting users that have an intent to purchase. On social media platforms, your users might not have an intent to purchase. We're using interest-based targeting on those platforms to target users that fit within our customer profile. However, if they're not in the market, they're gonna see your ad and probably skip forward. Uh, and if you're paying for impressions rather than clicks because you set up your campaign to, to, to run that way, then you're wasting valuable dollars, valuable uh, ad spend that can be put into other channels. So. Search-based ads through Google. Let's focus on those today. Your first step is gonna to be to open a Google Ads account. To do that, you're gonna to navigate to ads.google.com, enter in your business information, your personal information, and your billing information, and you're all set. And you're gonna go ahead and set up your first search-based campaign by following the prompts. You get this search-based campaign set up. We're gonna be targeting, as I mentioned, users with an intent to purchase. Uh, we're gonna use terms that users are likely to enter to find your products or services. Um, and you're gonna find these terms using the keyword planner. So if you navigate to the top of the page, you'll see a little icon that says tools. Click on tools, the keyword planner's located within there. We are going to map out keywords first with just using your own experience. So if you're a restaurant and you're trying to target users who are willing to come into your happy hour, uh, what might they type into the search bar? What might they type? They'll probably type in uh, best happy hour Orlando. So navigate to your keyword planner, type in best happy hour Orlando, and the keyword planner is gonna spit out results related to that search query. Uh, and then you can see the, at the search volumes for each of those keywords. Um, you can see the expected click-through rates, the expect the uh, max bids, uh, anything you need to see. So it's a really useful tool that Google provides you with to map out your campaign. Once we have the, the terms that we're gonna be targeting, we wanna go ahead and drive that traffic to a page that's most relevant to the product or service. So if you don't have a page set up on your website that's relevant to the product or service that you're marketing for, go ahead and set that up. Um, I'll have a whole nother episode on how to properly set up those pages. Do your best right now uh, and, and we'll move forward from there. That page needs to be relevant. It needs to have relevant search terms that are within your ad. By increasing relevancy, you'll be decreasing the amount of money you're gonna spend per click on the ad. So we need to be hyper-focused in on the product. We need to have search terms in the ad and on the landing page that match each other so that that relevancy score goes up and you can pay to play with the big boys. Great, so now we're gonna start mapping out our keywords. We're gonna map out only phrase-based keywords. These phrase-based keywords are queries conducted by users who are ready to purchase. They're more towards the bottom of the funnel. It can be anything from best happy hour in Orlando to cheap t-shirt store near me. Um, these phrase-based keywords are very specific, very bottom of the funnel, and you're gonna see, see the highest conversion from them. Broad keywords, on the other hand, can target a wide variety of topics. The downside to your phrase-based keyword is that you end up spending 
slightly more per click. Um, but again, this campaign is hyper-focused and you're gonna have a lot less wasted spend in the end. But hey, run your own tests, uh, run some broad keywords, run some phrase keywords, see which one works out best for you. I've found the most success in phrase-based campaigns because they help you get very dialed in. How to add negative keywords. Uh, let's say that you're trying to target users that need a website built because you're a web development company, for instance. We don't want the search term, how to build a website. That is what you call a self-help search term. These users are looking for tutorials online and they might click on your ad, find that there's no tutorial and immediately leave your website without contacting your business because they had a different agenda. So these, these users, we're, we are wasting spend on targeting these users. They're coming to your website and they are not within your target audience. Some other negative keywords you might wanna add off the jump if they don't relate to your product. Let's say cheap. We don't wanna add cheap. Uh, we don't want users typing in the word cheap and seeing our ads and free. We don't want users typing in the word free and we're showing for that because our products or services are not free. Um, unless they are, of course, <laughs> then, then target those keywords. Don't put them in your negative keyword cloud. Cool. So the next step, let's create some ad extensions. Ad extensions are a way for your ad on Google to gain more real estate. Um, that is what the search results pages are. They are real estate. And the idea is to take up as much of that real estate as possible so that other brands are pushed down to the bottom of the page and yours takes up the most space possible at the top so that users see you and they click on your ad versus your competitor's ad. So what are some, some uh, ad extensions that we can include in our ads? Go ahead and add what are called callouts first. Callouts are specific messaging that might entice a user to click on the ad. Um, an example of a call out might be uh, free shipping. It could be full menu, uh, memberships available. These call outs are powerful and they will not only take up real estate, they'll entice the user to take the extra step in clicking on your ad. Cool, so that's call outs. Let's go ahead and move on to site links. Site links, they link to other pages on your website that users might be interested in. They're almost as if you are upselling the user through these links. Um, not only, again, are they taking up more real estate, but they're adding value to your advertisement. So if you're selling t-shirts, but you also sell pants, socks, and shoes, a good site link to add might be pants, socks, and shoes. Another ad extension that you can add, let's say you're a brick and mortar location, you can add a location extension and your address will be displayed within that ad. Having a location extension is powerful in that ad because now users can click on the location extension and easily find where your business is located. So again, not only does it take up more real estate, you are adding value to this advertisement, you're adding value to the user, you're improving their user experience. Google likes this, Google likes when you improve their user's experience. Um, so you're more likely to pay less for these ads that are more robust, that are developed correctly, and that are driving traffic to your website. Excellent. Another option you can do, call only ads are great if your sales process hinges on human to human interaction. If your sales process needs human to human interaction to get the user from interested to close lead, then a call only campaign would be great. You won't be driving any traffic to your website. You won't be driving any traffic to your business location. They will simply only have the option to call your business. So keep that one in mind when setting up your campaign. Cool, so the next step, let's set up some tracking. You need tracking for these campaigns. We need to know 
uh, what the user is doing when they're clicking on this ad. What type of action are they taking when they get to your website? So to do this, you need to set up Google Tag Manager. It's one of the first things you should do when you've completed the build of your website. So navigate to Google Tag Manager. There's a lot of tutorials out there on how to set up Google Tag Manager. I, I can go more in depth on another episode if you guys request it in the comments. I'm more than happy to do so. For now, go ahead, try to set it up yourself. If you need help setting it up, navigate to haystackmarketing.com. Again, that's haystackmarketing.com. My team will be more than happy to help you set up and implement your Google Tag Manager and set up some tracking for you, whether it be phone calls, whether it be emails or form submissions. And that leads me into the, the, next, uh, the next topic. We need to track these, these email form submissions, phone calls, whatever it might be. Uh, so we need to establish these KPIs. Remember, in the first episode, I said it's very important we establish KPIs. We need KPIs for every component of our marketing mix. Not only our marketing mix, we need KPIs established for our business as a whole. We need to be measuring and keeping track of our metrics at all times so that we can make improvements um, where improvements are needed. So the first metric that I want you to look at after generating this campaign and letting it run for a few days is your CTR your click-through rate. Your click-through rate is very important. Your click-through rate is the metric that shows how many users have seen your ad and then clicked on the ad. So if you have a low click-through rate, under 2%, let's say, um, that's the general number for a wide variety of industry verticals. So if your click-through rate ends up being under 2%, you know that your copy probably isn't relevant to the user's needs, um, to the user's intents and it doesn't prompt the user to take action. So start playing with the ad copy to get that click-through rate up as quick as possible. The next metric that's very important to your campaign is the bounce rate. So the bounce rate is taking place on your website. So the user navigates to your website and then they might not find what they're looking for and they leave. They leave your website. They essentially bounce off of your website. So a bounce rate above 70% should be concerning for you when starting out um, your new campaign, your new search-based campaign. So keep an eye on the bounce rate. If the bounce rate is above 70%, we need to make on-page adjustments. You need to make adjustments on your website. So that means um, that you need to move around calls to action, bring the call to action higher up on the page, bring information that's relevant to the ad copy higher on the page. So if the user is searching for best happy hour in Orlando, make that search term the first term that they see on the page so that they know the content is relevant to their need. Play with the content on the page to try to get your bounce rate down. Um, you can even play with the ad copy a little bit. If the page is relevant, but your ad copy isn't relevant, you're finding, go ahead, switch the ad a copy make it more relevant to what's on the actual website okay so the next thing that we're gonna look at is your budget your ad budget this should relate to the average cost per click of each keyword so if a keyword costs 60 cents per click we're and we're forecasting a 2% conversion rate um, which is the industry standard for e-commerce uh, we're gonna need at least $30 a day to get one sale so we'll need to spend $30 a day at 60 cents per click with a 2% conversion rate to get one sale. So now you need to take a step back, look at what the, the cost of your goods are, um, and then check out what the cost per click, the industry standard average cost per click is for search terms relating to your product and see if it's feasible. See if this is a feasible channel for you to market through. Um, with that said, search, as I mentioned, is great. Uh, make sure that your cost of good it, 
it would have to be over at least $50 to see any sort of return on this. Again, what matters is what the keyword planner says. It matters what your cost per click is gonna be. It matters what your average conversion rate is gonna be. It all plays together to generate a successful ad campaign. That's it for today, that's today's episode. Don't forget to go to haystackmarketing.com if you need more help with your marketing plan. If anything in this, um, in this episode wasn't clear, write a comment. I'm happy to comment back, that's what I'm here for, that's what this channel is for. And share this episode, please. Please share this episode. I can't wait for the next episode. Thanks guys, have a great day.